Here we are. Welcome back to the actual Chapter 3 of uh, Sonder Stories. A lot of you don't know what that means. Next week uh, on our podcast, you'll hear I said Chapter 3. Turns out uh, this is actually Chapter 3. Today we're talking about uh, one of our new beers, uh, but we're drinking it today. We're drinking it actually straight out of the tank. Um, It's ready to go. And um, the beer I'm talking about is our Bach. It's um, a beer that we're incredibly excited about. A couple of people at this table, and by a couple I mean all four of us, uh, are pretty pumped and uh, really passionate about uh, this beer. And it's something that we're excited to launch this week at Bachfest. So we'll launch this beer Friday in our tap room. It'll also be launched Friday, March 1st, downtown at Bachfest. And um, we'll get into the name of it and the story behind it in a little bit. But, Chase, I want to give you a chance just to dive in on the beer side of it, um, the process, and, and what makes this beer so special to you, and, and, and talk a little bit about that, that piece of the story behind it. Sure. So it's a, it's a pretty traditional Bach. Um, it's made with a, a lot of Weirman malt, um, Barga Pills, and some Munich. Um, some carafa as well. What's cool about it is that we, we go through a decoction with it, so we're, we're mashing in and pulling the third out uh, to our, our kettle and bringing it up to a, a boil and then mixing it back to our mash on hitting our, our next uh, temperature for our, our mashing uh, program. Uh, made with all Hollertel Mitterfrew hops for the most part. A uh, touch of Cascade in there just to, to, for the base bitterness. <laughs> no wheat. <laughs> Luke's making fun of me because I, I love wheat. <laughs> Wheat. 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 Wheat with a T. Oh, T. Wheat. Yeah. Yeah. Wheat with a T. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Uh, is this, Chase, is this, this is not your first time brewing a Bach beer, correct? Uh, help me. Yeah, Nuclear has uh, had a pretty popular called Ufta Bach, correct? So. Okay. So, but this is your first recipe. This is your first yeah. full on 100% your recipe for this, right? That's correct, yeah. So, Luke, have you ever brewed a Bach commercially before? No. What? Thank you for that deep insight. <laughs> what are you, Chase now? You guys switch roles. Give Chase a couple beers, he talks a little bit. Give you a couple beers, you're passing out in the chair. What's <laughs> share a little bit about Brew Day on this beer for you um, and, and just a little bit behind the decoction and, and kind of if you learned anything from that or, or just a little background there. Uh, so my favorite part about the, this brew was, well, w- one, it was, the, it was the first time we did a decoction on our system, uh, so that was awesome. Uh, Can you guys explain to maybe the, the consumer that doesn't understand what that means, explain that in really layman's high-level terms what that means? So a decoction is when you take uh, a third of your mash and then you boil it. Uh, during that boiling time, you're creating a malleoid reaction. So imagine toast when it gets, ba- when it gets toasted. That brown color that comes on is a malleable reaction. That's why it gives that rich character. Uh, but what it's also doing is it's bringing out every single complex sugar uh, in the grain and exposing it to give more of a more of a sweetness mouthfeel, more of a characteristic that you couldn't achieve uh, with any enzyme or anything like that. That's that's perfect. Thanks for that, Daniel. Let's go to you. So as we've learned throughout the the evolution of this podcast, we've learned you're a pretty tough critic. Um, we've learned that you'll be you'll be incredibly honest we tried this beer for the first time on monday at our 
management meeting and you said something. Why don't you why don't you share what you said and then tell a little bit of kind of the tasting notes behind it? So I've got a bad, really, really bad memory, so I can't remember exactly what I said on Monday. (laughs) Well, thanks for making me sound like an idiot. Uh, What what you said was this was one of your favorite domestic box you had ever had. Without a doubt. And that's what I was going to go into. This is is the the true and honest side of Daniel right here. Um, So when it comes down to when, um, like, for me, for tasting things in its infancy, like let's say I come from a wine background, so I would go to a lot of wineries in California, Washington State, Oregon, and here locally. And you try wine, and it's you know six months, a year before it's even ready. And trying this particular beer, um, I was a little bit worried beforehand. Um, and, I, and I'll be completely honest, like for Blanc, which is our my favorite beer that we make, um, it's absolutely fantastic. When I first tried it, when it was like you know just only you know, halfway through its process. I thought the beer was actually pretty atrocious. I'm like, this beer is not good. I'm like, uh-oh. Um, but Lily, after it came into its stage, it was absolutely freaking beautiful. And I absolutely love that beer. So it, it really opened my eyes to see the evolution of beer when it's in its you know beginning stage to see what it is. Uh, so this beer, I've been keeping a little more open on, you know, minds of trying beer in its infancy to see how it's going to change and evolve in this beer. I'm not exaggerating. When I first tasted, I'm like, I want to chug it. Like it was so freaking good. Um, to me, box around here locally. Now there's some decent, you know, guys around here that make some decent box, but nothing that's really blown me away. Uh, there is a brewery, um, which I'll tell the guys later, which actually wasn't too far from Chase's brewery in Wisconsin that produced a pretty darn decent box, um, in the U S uh, but I haven't found one that I actually truly dig. Uh, this one, if you guys are familiar with this, it's called Eying or Eyinger Celebrator. Um, I put it similar to that in style. Um, now, this is just a tinge lighter. Um, it's not necessarily a sweet, um, which I think is a beautiful thing, though, because I love Celebrator. But it is so viscous and rich and very resiny um, that it, it it's almost slightly cloying. I can always have basically just one and then I'm done. Uh, this particular one still has that you know rich like almost slightly like raisin like flavor profile. Um, and almost like I know it's going to sound crazy, and I hate using this term because in a wine term people look at you like you're crazy when you say grapey. I'm like, no, you guys be specific about which grape it is. Um, this almost has like a Concorp grape nuance uh, on the nose, which is really cool. Um, it's really soft. Medium-bodied, um, but the best thing about this beer, and which I think a lot of our beers go to, it's still stupid clean. Um, it, it, it literally makes you want to drink more and more. I, I'm actually really dumbfounded about how good this beer is. Um, it just shows a testament of Cheese with his you know lagering process and Luke. Um, don't get me wrong; I still love sours. I love you know good wits, you know wheats, um, but the lagers that they're producing are just freaking blowing me away. And this beer is spectacular. I completely agree. Thank you for that. Um, I, I was harking back to the gnarly no when we had that podcast before, and we talked, and he's like, every time Daniel talks, I just, like, fall into this deep gaze. <laughs> I feel like all three of us were just like, oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast here. What were you going to say, Chase? Oh, just a, I remember uh, uh, before we were open, and we had uh, all six of our tanks full of beer, and Daniel was very adamant that he that he wanted to try all, all the beers throughout the process. I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, you want to learn. That's awesome. <laughs> every time I brought him a beer throughout fermentation, <laughs> he would drink it and just be And he was always honest with me, which I appreciate. But it would just be like, and literally, like, one time, I, I swear, like, he was about to cry because he's like, oh, my God. 
what is this guy doing? Like, we're starting a brewery, and the beer is shit. And I just remember, like, literally, he is about to cry. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk away. So I, I mean, so, so, so I love Daniel. He's very honest about his opinion. Um, my skin has definitely gotten a little bit thicker because of that, which I definitely appreciate. Yeah, I, I think I, I would agree with that. I love, I love the honesty, but we, we, it's important to preface all that because I don't want anyone to think that we're, we're piping this up. I mean, this is a beer we're all really excited about, and it's, it's all real emotions. Let's talk about the name a little bit. Um, so the brand for this beer, the name is William Goat. Probably not uh, surprising to a lot of you uh, that, or, or a lot of you might notice or reckon back to box styles having a billy goat as their brand well ours is similar uh we'll have william goat so he's the more formal version of billy goat and uh, just a little background to where that came from chase's wife haley shared some of the backstory of me of how box originated which is a super cool story the first uh, box have been described as being brewed in einbeck germany and over time, uh, Bavarian accents actually butchered the Beck at the end of that. And it started coming off as Einbach. And people started calling them Bach beers instead of Beck or Einbeck. And what Bach means is German is Billy Goat. Soon you all will meet William. Uh, he's, a, he's a fairly formal goat, but he likes to party. And... Uh, <laughs> So hopefully when you have a few William goats, you also, uh, you can relate to William. Um, he's going to make a fairly regular presence around the tap room. Um, and he may or may not be a similar shape and size as Chase Legler. Um, so so, so um, if you see William around, shake his horns, tell him, uh, tell him you're happy to see him. And uh, raise the beer in his honor to him, which is what I'm going to do with all of you gents right now. Cheers to all of you, and uh, cheers to all of you listening. Hope you enjoy William Gill. Cheers. Cheers.